Welcome to Ronin Radio. This is Michael Sky with Hans Coman in the south of Brazil. Today we have a question from a podcast listener who asks, What is a great man? He's someone who is not traveling the world as we are, and he's made his home off the grid with his wife and his beautiful life in the countryside. And he wants to know what we think it is to be a great man. We also explore what is it to compromise, to sacrifice, and to create. Good morning. Good morning, beautiful people. In a beautiful day, with beautiful waves and a beautiful sun. Florianópolis, Brazil. We're still here for another month. It's gorgeous. It's supposed to be winter. Winter is coming, they said. But it was 28 degrees yesterday. In American terms, very warm. <laughs> so, um, today I would like to address questions. Shit, it's like almost 90 degrees. Yeah, it's, it's First day of winter yesterday, 90 degrees. <laughs> uh, even the, the, the locals said it was strange for the time of year, but you, uh-huh. know, you hear that. Every global year, warming every day you know that's strange anyway on saturday we had a talk and uh, we talked about i forgot greatness and tolerating and compromising and I got a question from Braden, uh, brady and i want to use this uh this morning to get into more in the details of what we talked about uh, per his question so i want to put his questions to you and explain things a little bit Brady's more. Brady's a great name, by the way. Yeah. My oldest nephew's named Brady. <laughs> it's Brady. Brady is the brother of, of Zan. And uh, he's a great man. He's a great man. He, uh, <laughs> I, I have great stories with him in Las Vegas. Yeah, Vegas-ness. you told me some of them. <laughs> and in Mexico. Anyway, so uh, Brady, I didn't want to address it yet because on Sundays I don't work. But it's Monday, and so here we go, okay? So I'll I'll ask him to you. He he says, can you give examples of tolerating nothing and and what one should refuse to compromise? So my question to you is this. Well, he was talking in terms of the context of what is a great man? What is a great man? And yes. then you said to him. And I said a couple of things about greatness, which is, for example, greatness is in tolerating nothing. No compromise, sacrifice, yes, and no limits. And he says, can you give me a couple of examples of tolerating nothing and what one should not and what one should refuse to compromise? So, yeah, what's tolerating, what's a compromise, and what's a sacrifice? And maybe you can give a couple of examples to clarify. Well, first I would say that, uh, as you say, tolerate nothing and all these other things, it could sound like... We're saying a great man is a perfect man. And uh, that's definitely not what I would say. Yes. I mean, if you look back through history, for example, the greatest men who are the most revered had major, you could say, flaws or sins or errors or whatever. So to me, it has nothing to do with perfection. Being a great man has nothing to do with perfection. And, uh, you know, you listed some some things there like, Never compromise, tolerate nothing. And yeah, I, you know, 
I mean, these are all things to aim for, to yes. think are great, right? Mantras to live by. Yes, to, to, to pursue. But um, we are intelligent animals yes. you know, who are maybe mostly in control of ourselves. Of course. And, uh, yeah, let's, know, let's, say let's say they're mantras. But still, I think the interesting part is to try to understand what is a compromise. How do I know I'm compromising? How do I know I'm tolerating? And what's the difference with a sacrifice? Yes. So, well, it, before we get into that, I'd just like to continue this theme a little bit because... Um, I was going to say, no! You, know, you, you, you think of like Gandhi or Martin Luther King or you know, the founders of the U.S. who, who owned slaves... You know, all these things like you see going on right now, they're tearing down. Uh, just recently, they tore down the statue of Francis Scott Key, who's the one who wrote our national anthem. He was on uh, a British, I think he was a prisoner on a British boat. And uh, he was, he could see the, the flag, the, the American flag, the very young American flag in Fort McHenry, which is actually right, right near where I grew up. And uh, we used to take field trips out there to see it. And he, all through the night, like something like 1,500 bombs were dropped on this fort overnight. And it couldn't believe that like the, the, the cloud, the dust would clear and the flag was still there. And that's what he was writing this song to. Uh, but so they've, they've torn down this, you know, statue and stomped on its head. And, you know, it's like you want to you want to demolish all the all the great men of the past like we do to our fathers, you know, because they had some, uh, they weren't perfect, you know, in our changing ideals of who a good father should be or a great man should be. And so, um, to me, you know, if you ask what is a great man, you know, a great man might have only made like one great stand in his life, you know found something worth standing for. When the call came, he answered it. You know, he stood up. And it, we remember some people just for one thing, mm. you know. And uh, there's definitely, as we look to the fathers and the men in our life, you know, um, we can choose to honor them and remember them for even the one fucking great stand they made that made an impact, mm. that touched our lives, that made it so we could still be living. We're not answering the question, though. Point taken, but tell me again, what is a compromise? What is it? How can we know that we're tolerating something? And what's the difference with a sacrifice? Yes. <laughs> so, how do you know when you're tolerating something? I'm uh, getting increasingly annoyed about what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I was thinking about it as I saw the question and I remember knowing what it was like get an indication and, and I forgot. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm like, what was it again? That was like, well, when you, when you asked me that question, I felt annoyed by that question because I was like, oh, fuck this again. <laughs> <laughs> but what we want to know. We, yes. We need but, to, you need to but I'm it. pointing at tolerating. Right. Right. Like. Tolerating is when on some level within you're being called to say no to something. This, I'm, I'm just trying to articulate it for myself. 
there's some kind of like, I don't like this, some kind of suffering going on because there's an inner call and you're not answering it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and with the tolerating, it's, you could be tolerating your own behavior or someone else's behavior, but it's like you're going along with something that goes against your values. Mm. You're going along with something that uh, annoys you, hurts you, and, and you feel bad about it. You feel in a way you could say guilt about it. But if I say guilt, there'll be a lot of people out there who say, well, I never feel guilt. You know, so these, these terms are a little bit funny. But I think most of us do tolerate a lot in our life. And in American culture, we even uh, pride ourselves in toleration, you know, in tolerating because, uh, you know, it it goes along with this concept like of of, uh, welcoming many different people from different places and diversity and and toleration instead of, you know, I'm tolerating nothing and you chop his head off, you know. So, um, but I would say that... uh, when I talk about tolerating nothing, I'm not going to just keep my mouth shut and suffer. I'm not just going to sit there and act like a victim. I'm not going to just take it, you know, someone's abusing me and I'm just going to take it because it's uncomfortable to confront them because it's, uh, he's hitting my chair. I stopped tolerating this morning. So, <laughs> yeah. So, is is then compromise a, a next step, or is it in the same line with with tolerance, or what is a compromise? Well, I think that you can know a compromise if you're suffering around something. Mm. So, if you feel like you're tolerating something, then you're compromising. So, for example, mm. if I'm bumping into your chair mm-hmm. uh, and it's annoying you and you're having a, some kind of instinct to push my knee away or to tell me to stop or to whatever, but you're ignoring it. Mm-hmm. This is what causes the suffering it's mm-hmm. because there's something within you that's saying, do something, right? you know, and you're right. not doing it. Right. And so you're tolerating it. And what's being compromised there by you tolerating it? Mm-hmm. What is being compromised? Um, well, um, I don't know my value of or the importance of of sitting here in peace. Yeah, yeah, your peace of mind, mm. your comfort. Um, if this pattern continues into your life, it's your self-respect uh, in the long term. It's so um, it's it's really the 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 not addressing. Of the, of the, of the inner voice, and the inner voice you could address it by saying stop, don't, or I could also address it by giving a sacrifice, correct? Yes. And the sacrifice would be, yeah, this is in, in, important to me, but that we have this conversation, for example, uninterrupted. That's more important to me. Yes. And so I'm in in, in the in the face of that. I'm choosing not to call attention to you bumping my, my yes. chair. That would like, be a sacrifice. I will, I will suffer this in a way for the higher purpose. Yes. And if it's a choice like that and you feel good about it, that's a sacrifice. But if you 
go along with it. Usually compromise happens when we're unconscious about our choices. Yes. So when we kind of just, you don't consciously deal with this. Yes. And then the, you have this growing unease inside. Yes. I think that's an important point because Brady also says it's all perception. And he's right. You know, it's all perception. Like, how do you know if you're, if you're tolerating or if you're, if you're compromising? But what I see in the, in the, in the thing that we're working with, with people, when I ask about their compromise or when I try to look at my own compromise, you know, the, the, the power of the compromise is that it is so unconscious, you know, that it's not very, that it's not, that it's not clear to me. Well, we get trained to compromise. Mm. We get trained to submit. We get trained to tolerate, um, especially with authority mm. and then with the majority, right? The masses. I mean, what is civilization? What is, you know, what keeps you from just running out in the street naked? Right. You know, it's uh, how other people are going to look at you, how that can affect your reputation. And uh, so, you know, if you really have a desire to run out in the street naked, yes. but you never do it, you know, this could cause, I mean, this is a bad example, but this could cause uh, suffering within. And then what you'll do is you'll make excuses for not acting on it. So you yes. say, well, not today, or it's cold outside, or, um, you know, so we, we develop these things that we tell ourselves yes. to justify our compromises, and then these start guiding our lives. And if they become ingrained enough, we stop even noticing the compromise. Yes. It just like locks in the compromise and we become comfortable with it. Mm. It's like a way of like not even facing it anymore. Yeah. Imagine a guy and he's married. You know, and he has a he has a desire to he, he has a desire to be with another woman, you know. And like he could choose to not go there. He could choose to not go there, but he could do it in a compromise, meaning uh he could he could think, Well, I really would like to uh, go there, but I, I can't. It's not the right thing to do, you know, but and Well, he could like blame his wife or yeah, say that he can't, like he has no choice, yes. things like this. And I have to, and, and like we have people in, in our events come and, and say things like that, you know? And you, you can tell, your consciousness can tell when you're lying to yourself. Uh-huh. I mean, the, the lies only work to the extent that they sound true enough. Right. To, the, the lies only work to yourself to the extent that they have some semblance yes. of truth. But, uh, but, but, the but guy- your consciousness... When it recognizes dishonesty within you, it causes stress on some level. Yes. Because it's like, it, it's, it's your consciousness is what you depend on for survival. Imagine you, you sense there's a, a tiger off in the bushes, but you don't look at it. And you just tell yourself everything's okay. <laughs> you know, you're going to have this growing unease. Mm. It's the same with all the lies that we tell ourselves. Because the, the, a good example is this guy can, can for example, to to stay with his woman, he could stay monogamous, say, and that could be a compromise where he's like, I wish I could, but I can't. And I have to, and he's, he's suffering around, he's it. suffering around. And I got to, and he starts having contempt for his wife, you know, and he's not choosing for his wife, nor for say the lover, you know, and everybody loses or the same action could be a great sacrifice. Meaning, man, I really want to, I really would like, I feel like I would like the, this woman, but this family is more important. And if I would do that, it would have bad consequences. And I don't want this. And I choose my family or I choose the lover, whatever. But I choose my family. And so the same action 
could be an act of compromise and could be an act of sacrifice. And, and, and the second would be a great man, you know? And so, yes, the same action could be compromise or sacrifice. I'm going to continue. Yeah, and again, I would just hesitate to... I don't think I don't think that one choice does or doesn't make a great man. But yes, but not not like I don't want to view this as like uh, if you make a sin or you you don't do something perfectly, then you're not a great man. So. Yes, well, it's an act of greatness when you sacrifice. Let's say that. Mm. I guess my point is this, and there are other options between compromise and sacrifice. Yes, go ahead. Which ones? Well, so when you spoke up to me about my knee hitting your chair, you neither compromised nor sacrificed. Right. In a way, you could say you sacrificed the, the interrupting of the show. This is very true. But you spoke up and you drew a boundary. Mm. So you, you know, that wasn't, uh, that was neither a compromise or a sacrifice in that situation. So, um, you know, you could have also just gone upstairs, yes. <laughs> you know, there's many, there's many different things. So one of the things I would put in the category of options, you have compromise, you have sacrifice, and uh, one is uh, creating. We don't need to compromise, we can create. Mm. This is something a great, a phrase great man came up with about 20 years ago. <laughs> compromise I, is not necessary I didn't we know I came create. up with that <laughs> I don't remember I think it was me ah yeah <laughs> I'm actually not sure if I came up with it but I think I did anyway a great man would remember but I don't remember so yeah so in a situation like if you take this guy who's in this situation with he's got this woman he'd like to be with but yet he's married with children and he could compromise or he could sacrifice or he could create. So, for example, he could go to his wife and speak his desire honestly. And maybe they create a solution that's a win-win. Mm -hmm. For example, maybe they invite her into the bedroom. Right. Or maybe they just say, well, maybe something's missing from our love life. How can we create it to be incredible right. and without the other woman? Or, but there's... When you bring in creation, there's so many options, right. you know, and the idea would be to create something better than either of the other options. Yes. To me, that's creating. Yes. Uh, so better than, than the compromise, better than sacrificing is something next level. And yes. that's where there's a, a lot of possibility. Mm. I guess my point is this, Braden continues. Uh, not everyone believes a life of roaming the world unbound by objects and possessions is living a life of greatness. Some of us, me, enjoy the solitude and commitment of owning some property away from everyone, working in the yard every day, getting hands dirty and blistered, sitting on the deck in the evenings with a glass of wine and a single partner we have chosen to grow old with. This is my perception of a full life and desires fulfilled. To others, it's probably boring. I don't, f it's probably boring. But if one can face their final moment on this earth with absolutely no regrets, then in my perception, that is a man, and he has lived a life of fulfilled desires. Yes. 100%. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, by no stretch of the imagination am I trying to say, and I don't think you are either, that 
being a great man involves like traveling the world. This, uh, yeah, this. I know. No, but it's the fact that imagine Hans and I have this great desire and calling to go and travel the world, and we never do it. Yes. You know that's that that's the thing. Yes. If the call is there, answer it. And that's why we say like. He's answer right. it or make a really powerful sacrifice. Yes, or create something different. Yes. But that's, and, and Braden, Brady is correct when he says it's perception. But when we look at the man, you know, we see more than they see often the suffering. We see that they're not answering the call sometimes. And so that's why we're, we're making these calls to these men. You know, we see that they're, that they're compromising even for them. They're not, they're not feeling it. They're not, or they're not aware to it. We can see it, you know, and so that's why we put out that that call. We talk about which is often how it is, right? I mean, someone can come into your life and say, "Hans, wake the fuck up! Yes, look at this area of your life. Look at your values. What are you doing?" Well, and it's and you do this all the time. You show me how I'm, I'm tolerating, you know, all the time. You make me very aware of how I'm tolerating living with you. Thank you for that. Yes. I will stand for it. No more compromising. But uh, Get that ticket to Europe today, okay? <laughs> I got it already. <laughs> but I hope that, that clarifies. I think, you, like for you, because you go over this so often in your life, but I think it's, it's huge. It's very important to do it over and over again to show what is tolerance, where we're tolerating, what is a compromise, what is a yes, sacrifice. Yes, it starts at such a simple level. Am I like answering the call, especially to be honest with myself? Mm -hmm. Because our consciousness is always saying, if your consciousness always notices the lies and the refusal of the call, because the anxiety grows, the stress mm. grows, the, 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 the inner dissatisfaction grows, mm. unless and until you face it yes. and you address it. And so that's... So if, yeah. you're, if, you, if you have a sense of unease about your life, you know, I went back to uh, the book. <laughs> that I wrote years ago, and I and I write about it. I use the same words as you, but not in you know, like we tolerate our plight. We become so good at tolerating our plight that we no longer see that we no longer see the compromise. You know, like 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 frogs in gradually freezing water. You know, uh, and we become more and more. Well, and we frozen. design our lives so that we don't have to face certain things about ourselves. That's the next step. When we compromise, you know, and we, we have to get comfortable with, with this unease, you know. And so we have all mechanisms to run away from so that. So people view. who would have us face this compromise in ourselves, we don't hang out with them anymore. Yes. You know, uh, yeah. So we have ways of not, not facing our own compromises. Yes. That, that was a great way of, maybe you could say it very shortly because I think it's, well, for me, I want to hear it again. Like you can either like face the fear of addressing the compromise or you can address the little bit of guilt that you feel for not answering the call. And we have incredible mechanisms to do that. Are you talking about the inner conflict? Yes. Uh -huh. Or is that too complicated? By the way, we announced two months ago that we would draw out the inner conflict. Yes, <laughs> we did. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do that tomorrow. Let's do an inner conflict diagram. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stand for it. I want to see you uh, well, with your broken arm. But 
let's 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 hold it there uh, for today. Not announcing tomorrow on that, but let's follow through and schedule a date today. Yes, I hope that answers the questions of my good friend Brady. And uh, yeah. And until tomorrow, I be a great you. man with memories of Mexico. <laughs> <laughs>